Bertie Ho. Is it working? It's working now. Um, can you please sit 1.5 inches <laughs> away from me? Uh, no, I'd like to sit on your lap. That's all right. And I want to like lick your face. Oh God, sorry. Not again. Hello, everybody. Hello. This is playing Devil's Avocado. The podcast. Indeed. Are you doing the intro or am I? I'll do the intro. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. If you like, um, lady. Oh, thank you. Um, so. This is quite a tight turnaround for us, so mm. to speak, Ooh, madam. Mm. Um, so we're recording it just a couple of days before you listen to it, and mm. we're in the midst of coronavirus meltdown, yeah. aren't we? Mm. Everywhere, globally, mm. Australia, um, so we're going to talk about that. Okay. We, were, we could have had a coronavirus-free zone, but we can't. Can, mm. How could we possibly? No. So we're going to talk about that this week okay. on our podcast. It's for women over 45. What's it called? It's called... <laughs> Playing devil's avocado. And who are you? Lisa Sinclair. And what are my name? What's my name? What's my name? Claire Isaac. Yeah. All right. Is that all? No. Oh. Well, sort of. No, we're going to talk about that um, and all the facets of that. We've got Culture Club Special to keep yeah. you entertained if yes. you're locked down. Um, we're going to talk about whether you should call your friends. <laughs> um, Bye! <laughs> See ya. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about poo banks because of our obsession. With poo. With poo. Right. We're yes. not poo, but we're just very obsessed with poo transplants and poo yes, banks, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. And a little, a little bit. bit about poo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. Okay. All right. So, coronavirus. Yeah. Um, I was in the full panic Team, yes, I was team full panic <laughs> over teams. the weekend. Were you? I, yes, um, why? I think because I've got family in the UK, I've got friends in proper lockdown in Spain, mm-hmm. talking to them. I, I, yeah, I went into full panic breakdown, yeah. Um, and then I've actually come full circle, and now I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. being sensible, I'm not being you know glib about it or flippant about it, but now I am not in okay. panic. Okay. What about you? Um, I'm not in panic. I'm, I work from home at the moment, and um, I think that's probably worse in a way um, because I've just been like sort of solo. And I'm, I've read a lot of things about you know if you're working from home for the first time, here's how not to get panicky and depressed and everything. And it's true, you can do because you really are very isolated when you work alone at yes. home. So you have to work um, hard, at, hard at that at the best of times, don't yeah. you? Yeah, and but I'm I'm sort, I'm sort of used to that. But um, I noticed that when you come out into the world and people are still doing things, it's actually quite lovely. And because you realise that people aren't going to give up living. <laughs> no. And actually, um, there's so much. That, uh, my biggest recommendation is to stop reading everything on the internet. Absolutely. Stop reading it. Listen to the news if you want to. Read things that are on um, that are from you know doctors and, yes. and not from just your friends who are posting yes. something. Yes, I from think Facebook. social media is the. Devil spawn. I know, it's terrible. And stop, um, you know, and all the things that are being posted on Instagram, for example, don't take any notice of them. No. They're all being, like, cut and pasted. I mean, who knows what they could have come from. from. And with corona, there's so much of that going around, and I just think it's very, very dangerous to read it all. I have got um, a a working-from-home tip here from the SMH, Mm -hmm. which came via a listener called Chanel. Mm Mm-hmm. And it says, if you've got a dog, a cat, a fish, it's okay to talk to them. Oh, I talk to Floyd yeah. all the time. So I think that's a good tip. Actually, you know what? Floyd's really shittily annoying me because oh. he's a terrible colleague to have around. Right. All he does is sit next to me <laughs> and look at me, imploring me mm. to do things all day. Now, do you know why, you know, when you work from home with your little tippy-tappy laptop mm. and the cat insists on lying across it, mm. um, do you know why that is? 
Because it's a little annoying little shit. No. <laughs> uh, I think I read this on Dr. Chris Brown's mm. social media. Um, it's because you've tapped, tippy tap so much with your fingertips mm-hmm. that it's covered in your pheromones. Oh. And that's why they love oh. it. Oh, Floyd, they love I'm you. sorry I've been bad mouthing you, but yes. you are quite irritating. Floyd, if you're listening. If you're listening, how he <laughs> listens to everybody. He's a massive fan, super fan. Mm. Um, are you going to go full Naomi? Look, at any point, it's just so, for kicks. I do have hand sanitizer in oh, yes, my bag. I do, yeah. And I did use it this morning um, when I mm. went to the gym and stuff. I don't know that I'll go the full hazmat suit. No. So Naomi Campbell, of course, is a clean queen from way back. And we have spoken about her before yes. on the podcast when she... She was ahead of her time, to be fair. So ahead of her time. Yeah. When she was cleaning everything on the plane with wet wipes and yeah. everything like that. Now she's gone full hazmat suit. Yeah. Amazing. It's amazing. Mm. Shoot booties. God bless gloves. her. She's actually just having a laugh with us all now, isn't she? Oh, she'd just be loving every second yeah. of it. She's but like, she's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break the internet She hasn't today. posted the video yet. She said she's going to post a video right. on her YouTube. She hasn't done it yet. But the actual, um, the, the photos are just hilarious of her. She's all gowned up as if she's going in to save the world. And she probably will. She'll probably be the only one of us that survives. <laughs> She'll be queen. Queen Naomi, Naomi. before we know we'll it. we to bow at her feet. Now, have you, have you done any stockpiling um i do, haven't done stockpiling no have you um i didn't and then i when i went into panic mode at the weekend i did a little quite not really i bought an extra packet of pack, pasta mm-hmm. i bought some tins of tuna some tins of corn which leads me into my signature pantry um, <laughs> corn and dish, tuna pasta tuna, yes <laughs> um and i did buy some oh i did panic buying of um, tampons because oh. I decided that if they went off the shelf yeah, that yeah. would actually be quite grim mm. and also kitty litter oh yeah I bought kitty litter but then yeah. I, I do I buy that sort of fairly regularly anyway yeah. so I'm, not, I'm just assuming that yeah. there's not going to be a run on that but you know but, who knows? What if, but if there was how disastrous is that because well my cat sometimes just shits down the plug hole if I'm honest <laughs> <laughs> Just thank you for that glorious image. Yeah. Um, another reason why Floyd is not the best cat. In the world. Um, I have. Um, what did I do? I bought. Um, well, I read all these things about buying green vegetables that you can then half cook and then freeze them. And oh. Of course, I didn't do any of that. And no. I've got no room in my freezer. No. I did go through my freezer and chuck away a few things. Found some frozen veg in there, which is mm. great to know. Um, I bought some t- canned tomatoes when they were still available mm-hmm. and they weren't in there today um, and some beans and stuff that we would normally cook with. And then I did the stupid thing where I just stocked up on things which are going to go out of date. So yeah, that's I'm, ridiculous. Then I'm just, and then if I cook them, I can't freeze no. them. So Lee and I are going to have, um, my husband and I are going to have 47,000 meals yeah. of like the highest quality, <laughs> most amazing food and then beans yes. for the rest of time. And what is your pantry signature dish? Um, I do cook from the pantry. Uh, nachos, a lot of like a bean, like chili oh. beans and stuff. And so you've got the nachos there. Yeah, oh, yeah, with or without corn chips. So with or oh. without the actual nachos, like the chili, vegetarian oh, chili, okay. chili thing. Um, but we do do nachos a lot. Do-do. We do do. Um, <laughs> um, I was going to make some, um, everyone keeps talking about lentil soup. Oh, I made lentil soup at the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you can use anything that you've got in the pantry. Yeah. However, you need lentils for that. And you I do. went to Coles. And you do. As a rule, you As do. As a rule. The, the clue is in the name. Yeah. Um, and I went to Coles today. No, no, no lentils at all. Are you kidding me? No, they're all gone. And I said to wow. the man, have you got lentils? And he looked at me like I was a yeah. lentil. Are you mental? Lentil as anything. Yeah. And um, 
So wow. everyone else is thinking about lentil soup as well. Well, you know, but I made lentil soup at the weekend um, because it was autumnal oh. weather in mm, Sydney. Mm. So I made a big vat of lentil soup and I used my leftover Christmas ham from the freezer because oh. I wanted to clear some freezer space yeah. to then put the lentil soup yeah, back in. right, I get it. Yeah. Oh, honestly, our lives are exciting. They here. really are. <laughs> um, it is, like, with the whole social isolation thing, which I have sort of, I have been doing a bit mm. of, I have been very conscious of it, but to me, that's just my dream weekend. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, but... When you choose to. I do think if we go into lockdown, that's a very different... Look, I have... I've been a little... I did some work. I work from home, as I say. I did some work last week. I did some work at the start of this week. And then today I had nothing to actually do. I started watching maths... And um, which I'm loving, but I'm going to save my conversation about maths for next week. Oh, no, because actually we should talk about now. Go on. I'd, well, hang on. First, well, I was say, no, I used to hate it. You now hate I love maths. it. Yeah, no, but now I can't stop watching it. It's like it's like a drug. Okay. I can't stop it. Anyway, but um, I started watching it during the day today because I can't stop and I'm addicted and right. also because I'm on lockdown. Yeah. And I felt terribly guilty because, and then my husband said he was on his way home and I yeah. panicked that he would know I'd been watching maths. <laughs> so I had to like plump up the cushions on the couch and everything as if I had never been there. Um, but my um, obsession with maths is such that I hate them all so much. So let's, it's married at first sight. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I hate them all so much. Not so much the women, actually, um, this time around. The men I found awful. Some of the women this time are just awful as well. Mm. But um, And I, don't, I mean, I'm not really a... I shouldn't just hate them for being yes. people. But just the, the way that these people... Carry on. Carry on. Yeah, I'm usually a maths addict, and I went quite far... I've actually dipped out at this point. Right. I'll watch... Um, I'll watch the when they come back for the girls' nights and when the people come back. Right, yeah. I'll watch that um, this weekend, Mm. girls' nights and boys' nights. I don't care about the commitment ceremonies, um, whether people do or don't. I'm not as engaged this year as I have been in the past, and I think that's actually probably down to some very, very unlikable people on it. I really like, there's some of them who I like and then mm. I'm just like, why are you with this man? And why are you letting him talk to you like this? And why are you letting him say, like Michelle and Steve, oh. he is like a, a controlling, nasty... He's a grumpy old man. man. He's just a grumpy old man. But he's also, he's really controlling. Yeah. And she's like, he, like he'll sell her things and then she'll say he shouldn't do that. But then mm. she still just goes along with it. No, they're all very annoying. I they think are. we can agree they're annoying. Yeah, there's so um, many of them. And I'm, I'm just very amused by your maths obsession because in past years... Oh, yeah, I've been like, very high and mighty about it. It's awful. I'm also watching Survivor, and I'm trying to stockpile things to watch, which yeah. brings us to our next oh, yes, it does. segment. Because I um, I do worry that I'll end up watching, like, To All the Boys I've Loved Before twice or something. Have you um, watched Love is Blind yet? Well, no, but I should watch it, shouldn't I? think I? we should watch it. Yeah. Let's all... Well, let's do Let's our, all watch it let's on the all PDAs. Let's all watch it, yeah. Okay. Okay, because you can watch it all in one go as well. Okay. Because it's all there. Yeah. It's not like a drops weekly. Because no. it's on the Netflix. Okay. Um, all right, everyone. Okay, Culture Club Special. Culture Club Special. It's a special. It's a <laughs> Culture Club Special. We thought that if everyone's going to be spending a lot of time at home, they're going to be wanting things to read or watch or mm-hmm. listen to. Yeah. Um, I can suggest a podcast. Can you? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Playing Devil's Avocado? Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. It's really great. Those oh women my God, are awesome. it's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we both read that book we talked about. Should we start with adults? Yes, it's a book. It's a book. Um, it's by Emma Jane. 
Unsworth. Oh, that's right, to these two. And she wrote another book called Animal. Called Animal, which, Animals, which I haven't read. I haven't either. But everyone says it's great. So which I'm is meant to be it. great, I'm and which read. has been made into a film. Yes, that's correct. Which is correct. So anyway, we both read Adults. Yeah. And I really loved it. It it was just poignant, but sort of funny and also made you think about how ridiculous Instagram social is media and, and social stuff, media yeah. is but how easily we all get sucked into it and also how you don't necessarily know what's going on behind the yes. social media like so you know it's a it's kind of a comedy it's sort of one of those books where the the heroine's not that likable necessarily no. she's a bit crazy Jenny. yeah she's and she's what, mid-30s yeah she's and broken up from her partner yeah. art yeah he was an artist Yes, which is and easy she's to got, remember. She's got a, actually, I liked her mother, yeah, even her though she was annoying. Yeah. I liked her mother, yeah. and her mother turns up to sort of help her through the heartbreak. Yeah, and then and Jenny's a bit of a shitbag, really, isn't she? She is, and so she's and obsessed, self-obsessed. She's obsessed with social media and yeah. how many likes she's going to get on everything. And, yeah, um, and so she's obsessed by following this one particular. Um, influencer woman, influencer yeah. on social media and then when she and her husband break up oh something something surprising happens which I won't necessarily no, spoil no don't spoil but um, and it's just about how she deals with it and how her friends just, she saved the life of a little boy once and so yeah. she's best friends with that with that boy's mother but then they kind of have this idea that maybe they shouldn't be friends really because the only thing that's holding them together is the tragedy that nearly ensued um, so there's sort of some good women friendship Lots stuff, of friendship that's stuff. talked about, which is really interesting, and whether yeah. or not your friendships are based on reality or not, I guess. Um, and the the dynamic between her and her ex is interesting because he's a bit of a rat bag and um, you know kind of does that come yeah. and go away yeah. scenario and stuff. Yeah, very, really, it felt very raw and very real, and did. I could see um, a lot of truths in it for yeah. me, yeah. even though I'm not a 35 year old living in London. Are you not? Well, You're thir- only 36. 37 <laughs> these days. <laughs> You're the new 37, are you? Yeah, new 37. <laughs> so it's good. Yeah, you really I, enjoyed it. I liked it too. I think um, a lot of people who, of our age might think it's a bit young, but keep reading no, it because it does give mm. you some insight into mm-hmm. that world as well, which I think is really interesting. And the pressures. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Not, I don't. didn't find it too young at all. No. But when I started reading it, I was like, why have you told me to read this? Because yeah. it seems very young. But then, of course, I got right into it. Right into right it. Right into it. And I have also read the new Marion Keys. Oh, yeah. Called Grown Ups. Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, me and Marion are besties, Marian and I are besties. You? You are besties. We're Instagram friends yeah. and we swap tips about Marc Jacobs. Wags. We did it. That makes us friends. <laughs> You're like Reese Witherspoon. Is enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do love a Marion Keys book. I you really do, do. I do too. Yeah. And uh, you know what? This is perfect reading for times like this. Right. Um, it's just absolute page turner. I read it on holiday. It was pouring with rain and I just sat in the cabin I was in and just read this book and it was Aww. great. It took me away from the pouring rain. I might read it next. I think you should. Um, so just very briefly, it's basically about this big Irish family um, and not so much about, you know, in the past you've always had the mammies and the, you know, the, mm. the parents have been quite focal. Mm. It sort of shifts it down a generation to a set of brothers and their wives and their oh, yeah. kids. Ooh, so it's a bit more contemporary maybe than yeah. some of her stuff in the past. Well, she's always contemporary to be fair. Because she, and it's, um, she's just so great at weaving all those characters' lives together. Yeah. And sort of just making you just want to go to the next chapter and the next chapter yeah, to see what happens good. next. She's very good. Um She's very funny. Her language is brilliant. Like, she just brings the page alive with that Irish 
yeah. way of speaking. Lilt. Lilt, which is just so engaging. Um, and there's always with her, there's always the pathos as well, isn't yeah. there? There's always that underlying sadness. I mean, I remember reading the first book, which was... Um, uh, Lucy Jones. Sullivan, yeah, Lucy married. Sullivan getting married, yeah. which was you know you think it's chick lick and chick lick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different kind of book. Um, chick lit, and and it, them, yeah. and, it, and it ends and it's actually a story about a girl with a terrible alcohol addiction, isn't yeah. it? So mm. she's good at that. And I really loved this book and I really enjoyed it and it's got about a billion pages which just makes my heart sing because I know I'm in for a rollicking good ride. rollicking good ride. Yes. Um, So, cool. Yeah. All right, I'm reading... Well, I haven't finished it yet but I'm reading Silver Sparrow which is Tayari Jones and she wrote... um, of course, the American Marriage and American Marriage, which is that great book oh, that yeah, I never read loved. that. I never read that. Silver Sparrow is um, about um, it's set in the eighties in Atlanta, and it's um, this guy called James Witherspoon who had two families. So he has her, this girl's family, who's the narrator, and then a separate family, and he keeps them very separate. But then she meets the she meets her equivalent daughter at school. Um, it's I know someone that happened to in real life. Same. Same. Yeah. Is it the same person? No, no, different oh. person. But actually, I know, I know lots of people who've got yeah. secret brothers and sisters. Yeah. Anyway, but, but this is like he had a whole school, family. But met oh. at school. I know someone who was in the same class, oh. and they had to get separated because oh. everybody knew oh. that the... Um, oh, yeah. Well, this is, yeah. This, might, don't, don't tell her to read that, then. No. Might be a bit close to the bone. Close to home. Um, but it's really good so far. She's got a really lovely way of writing, and it's... um. Just it just is this amazing story because you just kind of go, what would it be like if you knew? Yeah. And so basically, they have the father at home like two nights a week or whatever, and you know, and he can't. Like the mother will say, "Can you pay for her to go to science fair or whatever?" And he'll go, "Well, I can't because I'm keeping an entire family in food on in two separate addresses." Yeah. And she's like, "Well, why are you giving them stuff when you're not giving us stuff?" And like they don't know about each other. And so obviously, as time goes on, things happen to mean that it all kind of explodes but it's just such a good book I, I really I really recommend it I highly. love double life oh my stories. gosh I've got a friend who found out here yeah, he had a his mother had an affair before she married his dad and he's got this older brother that he never knew about yeah. and then I've got another friend who yeah met her half brother at a pub or something he came mm. up and said are you Jane yeah. she said yeah she said I'm your brother but then Amazing. some and then you read stories Amazing. about in sort of like you know real life mags because there's that genetic it's called genetic attraction isn't it oh yeah so you date them and you end, and because there's an innate um, engagement with this mm. person and this familiarity and people end up dating and yeah, you know and marrying, or marrying and or marrying their secret brothers mm. love those stories okay <laughs> great um, you had another one didn't you I do but we could actually just round it we could I could wrap that in because it's not a new one oh, yeah. into we're both going to pick our top three things to watch okay alright if you're in lockdown oh yes um so shall I talk I'll put that one into that okay yeah okay so Shall I start? <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome yeah. to a misorganised... Okay. Right. Number one. Yeah. Um, at the weekend, I started watching The Loudest Voice. It is amazing. Drink. It is utterly brilliant, and I've watched the whole thing in two days. Yeah, it's really good. I couldn't stop watching it. No. And so The Loudest Voice, you obviously saw when yeah. it came out 100 years ago. Yeah, because I'm an early adopter. You are an early adopter. <laughs> um, and it stars Russell Crowe Yeah, Sandra as Miller. Roger oh. Ailes, mm-hmm. who was the CEO of Fox News mm-hmm. in the US. Sienna Miller, I didn't realise it was here. I know, how amazing is her so makeup good. and everything? Uh, Rod, she plays um, his wife. Russell Crowe, his makeup and everything, he's just phenomenal. Although I think mm. he might have been that fat. 
not quite that fat. And, and Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. In the role that Nicole plays in um, yes, Bombshell, Bombshell, which, which I haven't amazing. seen. Oh, yeah. Did you like Bombshell? Yeah, it's good. Okay, as good as this, though? Yeah, it is good. Yeah. It's weird, though, because Nicole and Naomi look very similar. They do. And so when you see them, they both play the same role of... Gretchen. Um, Gretchen, what's her last name? Um, yeah, blah, thing. Blah. <laughs> um, and just the just the way they play it is very similar as well. They're you know, kind of very thin and um, lanky and very... Um, Gretchen Carlson, yeah, but, who's you know, the lady, who's the woman who was um, sexually harassed by Roger Ailes, for, among, years, for yeah. one of many, yeah. but she's the one that sort of blew the she lid blew, on it. She was a whistleblower. She was a whistleblower and, and, and started both, the Me Too movement. And But she signed a... NDA. No, yeah, so she has never been able to no. actually speak. And she's still trying to break that yeah. NDA. She's amazing. And, but they're both, because Nicole and Naomi are both, they're very thin and bird-like. Yeah. And they're quite, it's quite interesting to watch them, the, the, you know, how they kind of act is very similar. Yeah. And they're bestie um, buddies. And they're best they? friends, which is amazing. Yeah. Um yeah, it's a really good show. Yeah. And so Russell compelling. is so fucking amazing. Yeah. Just so I just love Russell Crowe. I do love Russell Crowe. I actually I do. I do. No, yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> um so anyway, that's my top tip. Yeah. Um I have put down Chernobyl just because I thought it really is brilliant if you haven't caught up on it. Yeah. Um and it might make you feel a bit better about yeah. um the Rest situation you're in. Totes. Um because at least it's not Chernobyl. <laughs> Or Chernobyl. Um, And then for me, I haven't seen Morning Wars, so I feel like I will catch up on that. But also Parks and Rec is on quite a few platforms. If you've never seen it, it's one of my all-time favourite shows. This is very funny. Very funny, very sweet, very kind if you need a bit of that in your life. Each ep is 22 minutes, so it's very easy just to, you know, when... You get one in when your husband's gone somewhere and he'll never need to know that you watched it. Oh, And also, I think... With so much information overload at the moment, 22 mm. minutes is quite a good amount for our adult brains. Yeah, and also you don't need to think. Which yeah, is also you don't need useful. to think at all. Um, I'm going to recommend yeah. Morning Wars, just because you mentioned it and it reminded me how good it was. And that's Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. And it's, I mean, it is political because it's about me too as well, but it's just a lovely shining example of when two women just work really well on screen together and it's just lovely to watch. Billy Crudup's in it too, she doesn't hurt. Um, Sex Education, which is the UK show, it's now in its second season, it has two seasons on Netflix, it's Gillian Anderson. Really good. She plays a sex... Um, uh, therapist? Therapist, and her, she has a son who does it at school, um, starts doing sex therapy at school and without her knowing. So this is very funny, very stylized, very clever, loved it, and is very watchable, so you can just binge on that. Um, also, End of the Fucking World, which I know sounds like what everyone thinks they're at right now, um, but which is another English show which I've talked about before, highly watchable. And also, if you have a lot of time on your hands, watch the whole five series of Mad Men, why not? I didn't get on with Mad Men. Oh, I love John Hamm. Maybe I should give it another go. It's worth it. I do from love the John start, Hamm. From the start. Yeah. I just was obsessed with it. I had to watch it. I had to watch it for, it took me months. Yeah. So great. Remember That's those days when you had to wait for new seasons? Yeah, not anymore. Um, not anymore. So um, last night I was looking at Jimmy Brings because mm-hmm. Jimmy, funnily enough, the amount of Jimmy Brings advertising on my social media has <laughs> gone up a notch. <laughs> They'd be um, loving this, wouldn't they? They'd be loving it. and Not that they would be loving it. No, you not, know what no, I mean. Well, you know. Um, <laughs> because we're running short on gin mm-hmm. and I can't make my Negronis without gin. Mm. So... I was thinking, well, I wonder what if they'll bring me a bottle of gin. They'll bring you a bottle of tankery for 50 bucks, mm. which I think is pretty good, delivered. 
Um, Tankery's nice. Mm -hmm. 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. I'm all right with that. Mm. Because... I wanted to talk about when did gin become 100 bucks a bottle. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's happened fairly recently. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's been going. It's been happening. But it's just insane now. Gin is everywhere. It's the new black. Yes. <laughs> and you can get black gin, which yeah. is actually delicious. It's called Ink, and I've tried it. I got a bottle. It's lovely. You know, um, Aldi have got two gins on special next week. One of them is blue, and when you put, when you put tonic in, it goes pink. And the other one is another botanical or whatever. I don't know. Oh. But like they've got, like Aldi has so many great gins. Well, I, I do, I have more goes, Aldi gin, mm. and I'm very happy with Aldi mm. gin. Not this, the normal one, though. I haven't had the specials. Fine, but the specials are great. Oh. But yeah, the, I went to a bottle shop the other day in Sydney's Oxford Street to kill time, actually, while I was waiting mm. to do something. And um, they had so many gins in there, it was amazing. And a lot of Japanese gins. Oh, yeah, that's you know, Roku that's, is yeah, delicious. There's so many of them. Yeah. And so many other amazing gins and Australian gins and Australian botanicals and natural yeah. botanical, like natural native ones. And it was amazing. And they're all, yeah, they're all like 89, 90. I mean, they are delicious. Like Archie Rose is absolutely delicious. Not an ad, but if you want to send us a bottle, please do. Um, <laughs> two. Four Pillars. Oh, I love Four Pillars. Absolutely. As a Shiraz the Shiraz one. That's on yeah. special somewhere. I saw it on special mm. somewhere. Um, that is absolutely delicious. What's your favourite gin if you had to pick one for the rest of your life? Well, I think back in the day I would have said a Tanqueray. Mm. Like, that was always, for me, the sort of the pinnacle. You know, you start off at your Gordons, then Bombay Sapphires. See, I love Bombay Sapphires. Bombay Sapphires delicious, but now that's cheap, isn't mm. it, in the gin, you know, scales. Mm. Um... Look, I think the ones that have really blown me away would be the Archie Rose. Mm. Especially if you're there with a fancy tonic. Oh, yes. But you know what? I do wonder as well, if you did a blind taste test, which maybe we should, (laughs) whether you could tell the difference. We could do it on air. On On air. All right, maybe we'll do that as a a mini-sode. A mini-sode. I still like Bombay Sapphire because I'm basic. Yeah. And I don't care. And if you want to send me some, and if you don't mind me calling it basic, please do. I love it. Any gin tips like sometimes it's nice to put a bit of cucumber in your gin? You know, I can barely get out the bottle before I'm <laughs> sucking it down. <laughs> I've got, actually got a bit of a gin problem. Oh, like, now, it's, now it <laughs> comes I out. Not, I, I drink it all the time, but I just love it so much. Yeah, like I I've, I've got to the point where... I get my mum to go into Audi and buy all the special gins and stuff, and so wow. I've got a few different ones that oh, I can okay. try. Oh, okay, well, that's quite fun. Do you that have those big glasses? Whitley Neal, those orange ones and stuff that they do are really nice oh. as well. No, I need some gin balloons. You need the big, the big mm. glasses. Mm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you see the hand movement she's doing. Um, I went to Tim's cousin's house, and they served us gin and tonics, and the ice cubes had um, little bits of chilli. Oh, yeah, and that's a good idea. lime zest. And that was delicious. Mm, that's a good note yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Why well, you got all this time on your hands, people? Yeah. Get out there and make your ice cubes a bit posh. Yeah. Now, do you like to have your friends over for gin and tonic? <laughs> I see where you're going here. Do you see what I'm doing? Um, I do, but I don't have many people over all the time no. because I live in a small place. And yeah. also, I can't be asked. No. Um, I'm not a big fan of the of the um, people coming over. What, planned or dropping in? Um, people don't really drop in to me. No. Um, I, people don't do the drop-in anymore, do they, as a rule? Well, I was reading something. It's funny yeah. that you say that. Because I was reading something um, the day that said um, why we're getting lonelier, and it's because yeah. people don't do that anymore. Yeah. Is that an age thing or a cultural well, society thing? the story was really about how loneliness is actually terrible yeah. and how um, 
it's loneliness is as harmful as smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Yeah. It's just really bad. And so this woman was talking about why it happens. And she was saying, we don't have dinner parties. You don't show up announced at friends' houses anymore, really. So um, that fear of missing out is is replaced by the fear of joining in. And we want, you know, we have social media, so we're always, we think we're connected to people, but we're not because we're no. not actually having physical touch. Not that we would be any way. No. Or physical you know, people actually being in the room with you. You can't get a hug from someone who's online, can you? No. Virtual hug doesn't really cut it. So, um, but I I don't mind, <laughs> to be honest. I'm not really lonely about it. I quite like it. But I understand... Do you think we should bring back the drop-in? Not at the moment, but after all this. Uh, I think maybe you should bring back the dinner party or, or the, the hanging out. The hanging out. And or the, the cheese and wine. Yeah, like, or come over yeah. before we go somewhere. Yeah. Like, rather than going, you know, like just maybe make more of an effort just to sort of have people around you. Yes. Not at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. Um, although, if you're listening to um, this woman called Georgina Fuller, who wrote something in The, what, uh, the Guardian um, about how you have to call your friends, mm. you might not want to do that. Why do you have to do that? Well, she's saying she's calling her friends because she's just sick of all those superfluous friendships that um, m- mean that she has to try and keep up all the time and maintain things, and it's just too much like hard work. So she didn't... The people who... The person who's on Instagram with the hashtag blessed... Yes. Get rid of them, she's saying. She said it it was really quite nice for her to get rid of all that. Made her feel calm. You know, Mm. not competing with that woman. Okay. Not competing with opinion, other people's opinions and the anxiety from sharing something on social media. So our um, adults girl wouldn't agree with that. Well, maybe she would agree with that. Um, Anyone who doesn't initiate any meet-up or anything, get rid of them, yes. so that you're not the person doing all the work Do you know where we talk about this? Where? We talk about this in our, in our upcoming book. We do. Don't we? Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. We are so on we trend. We are on trend and zeitgeisty. Mm. I think you have to be very careful. I think it's a really good idea to get rid of those kinds of people, but you've really got to be careful to, to keep your networks going and that well, social Well, that's right. You do need contact. to. And because of the loneliness thing, but and, and because you need to have that interaction to keep your brain functioning as well. And also because you do, you know, you like them one point. No, and you can't be an island. You can't but be an like, island. If you like, you know, if you're, if you're the one who says all the time, let's catch up and nothing ever happens, and maybe you need to just stop saying that to people because they're not going to, Yes. You know. So it's that kind of thing as well. Um, you know, whether I think it's just time to nurture the friendships that matter. I like that. At That's a, time, a lovely sentiment. At a time like this, at yeah. a time like any time, to be honest. Yeah. Um, she says, to streamline your friendship group, think about the people you see regularly in text without thinking. They're your core friends. That's nice, isn't oh, that's it? that's nice, yeah. Um, ask yourself what you get from a friendship and whether you put in equal effort. If the answer is not much or no, it might be time to let it go. If you're not brave enough to delete someone on social media, just engage with them less and see how you feel. So, you know, she's not saying yeah. blindly go through and... No. <laughs> what about that person who I blocked on or deleted on social media and then... Have we talked about this? Yeah. And then she came after me and yeah. insisted to know why and then you had to write the answer. Yeah, we have. We've talked oh, about, talked that. about that. that. Cut that's that fine. bit if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and lastly, you know why she might, why you don't have enough friends anymore? Right. Because right. you like to talk about poo all the time. Oh yes, I've chased them all away with my poo chatter. <laughs> 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 all right, but this is a good one. This oh, was so sent to great. us by um, a listener called Emma. Yeah, although um, I had, to be fair, I'd already put it on the list. All right. <laughs> 
okay. <laughs> so I'm just saying. So right. Back I off, was, Emma. I was so obsessed with poo myself that right. I, was th- I was excited. It's a different okay. story, but same. Same, same thing. Same crux yeah. of the matter. Um, headline, Australian Poo Lab targets global gut market. Mm. My headline, Australia's yeah. first public stool bank is paying people to donate their poo for faecal transplants. Well, there you go. I prefer yours, I think. Mm. Um, so, sorry, oh, Emma. <laughs> sorry. So we've talked about faecal transplants before, which is where basically um, it's all to do with your gut and healthy bacteria, and people take these antibiotics that sort of kill the good bacteria, yeah. and then the bad bacteria flourishes. Yeah. So they then get... Um, healthy poo from people with healthy guts and they get it transplanted and then it makes them much better. That's right. And it really is fascinating. It's not yeah. just us doing poo jokes. It's just... <laughs> no shit, man. <laughs> so, yeah, so now um, we've got the Biome Bank is started in Adelaide yeah. to store donated healthy stools used to help patients fighting inflammatory bowel conditions. That's amazing. Yeah, by using the, you know, the faecal transplant. Yeah. Um, Do you know what? What? You get paid $25 so, a pop. <laughs> a poop. So for a deposit, <laughs> so you go in, do a poopy poopy. Mm-hmm. They obviously catch it in their poo catcher. Hope so. Um, and then you get your 25 bucks, and then they screen it. Mm-hmm. Um, work out whether it's, you know, they must have screened you before they get your poo. I think they poo. screen you because then you can go in and deposit often. Yeah. So they don't screen each individual poo. No, they oh, test you I first. For time... Yes, no one's got time to do no all that. I haven't got time to test individual poos. Yeah, and then um, and then you put your and then they put the, your good poo into the people with the bad bowels. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It says donors typically have to be healthy people without any active medical problems. Then they undergo a multi-stage assessment that includes a medical history, physical oh examination, should, and a blood and stool we test. We should totally send you down there to see if you've got healthy poo. I don't. Okay. For a story. Sure. If you, that's we? what you want. <laughs> I'm at your I'm at your beck and call, um, and then they mix it with saline and glycerine, um, and then it's stored in minus eighty degrees Celsius freezer until it's needed by a hospital, and then it can be transported by a dry ice courier and sawed out and used as required. That's Gosh. nice, isn't it? Isn't medical stuff uh, stuff amazing? Isn't it? Yeah. Well, on that, <laughs> on that. Oh, hang on. I just was scrolling through down the ABC's um, website that I got that story from, and this is another headline. Fecal transplants could cause recipients to take on donors' traits, oh, says expert. My. We'll talk about that for next week. (laughs) You have to come back. All righty. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that next week. Okay, see you then. Um, And you can email us on weareplayingdevilsavocado at gmail.com. Come to the PDAs, which is our Facebook group. Yeah, we're on there a bit. We're not on Instagram so much. But we are on Instagram. But we are. And we have a book coming out in July. Yeah. And it is called... Oh, How Not to Live Your Best Life. How Not to Live Your Best Life. And um, we shall see so you. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. But, you know, stay healthy, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't go too mental. Just relax. Yeah. Chill out. All right. Bye. Okay, bye.